reaches out to him. I really do. He walked into her arms and held her. She felt amazing to him, even more amazing than she had before. It was as if his nerves had been dialed up to 11. Okay, it was because of the sex. Great, she thought. In control once again. She kissed his neck. How do you feel about it now? Maybe in a minute. I'm starving. He let go of her and stormed across the loft to the kitchen, where he pulled a burrito out of the freezer, threw it into the microwave, and hit the button, all in one smooth motion. You don't want to eat that, Jody said. Nonsense. It smells great. It's like every little bean and pork piece is sending out its own delicious miasma of flavor vapor. Tommy used words like miasma because he wanted to be a writer. That's why he'd come to San Francisco in the first place, to take life in big bites and write about it. Oh, and to find a girlfriend. Put the burrito down and back away, Tommy, Jody said. I don't want you to get hurt. Huh, <laughs> that's cute. He took a big bite and grinned at her as he chewed. Five minutes later, because she felt responsible, Jody was helping him clean bits of masticated burrito off the kitchen wall and the front of the refrigerator. It's like every bean was storming the gates of repressive digestion to escape. Yeah, well, being refried will do that to you, Jody said, stroking his hair. You okay? I'm starving. I need to eat. Not so much eat, Jody said. Oh my God. It's the hunger. I feel like my insides are caving in on themselves. You should have told me about this. She knew how he felt. Actually, she had felt worse when it happened to her. At least he knew what was happening to him. Yeah, sweetie, we're going to have to make a few adjustments. Well, what do I do? What did you do? I mostly fed off you, remember? You should have thought this through before you killed me. Ugh, I'm fucked. We're fucked. Together. Like Romeo and Juliet. Only we get to be in a sequel. Very literary, Tommy. Oh, that's a comfort. I can't believe you just killed me like that. And turned you into a super being, thank you very much. Oh, crap, there's burrito spooge all over my new sneakers. You can see in the dark now, Jody said cheerfully. Want to try it? I'll get naked. You can look at me in the dark. Naked. You'll like it. Jody, I'm starving over here. She couldn't believe that he didn't respond to the naked persuasion. What kind of monster had she created? Okay. I'll find you a bug or something. A bug? A bug? I'm not eating a bug. I said there'd have to be some adjustments. Tommy had been dealing with more than a few adjustments since he'd come west from his hometown of Incontinence, Indiana, not the least of which had been finding a girlfriend who, while smart, sexy, and quick-witted, drank his blood and tended to fall unconscious at the exact moment of sunrise. He'd always suspected that she might have just picked him because he worked nights and could walk around during the day, especially since she'd once said, I need someone who works nights and can walk around during the day. But now that he was a vampire, he could close the door on that insecurity and open another onto a whole new world of insecurities he'd never even considered before. The appropriate age for a vampire is 400 years old. He should be a world-weary and sophisticated creature, his human anxieties long since overcome or evolved into macabre perversions. The problem with a 19-year-old vampire is that he drags all of his adolescent insecurities into the dark with him. I'm really pale, Tommy said, staring at himself in the bathroom mirror. 
They'd figured out early on that vampires do indeed cast a reflection in a mirror, just like they could tolerate proximity to crucifixes and garlic. Tommy had run experiments on Jody while she slept, including many involving cheerleader outfits and personal lubricants. And not just winter in Indiana, pale. I'm, like, pale, like you. Yeah, said Jody. I thought you liked the pale. Sure, it looks good on you, but I look ill. Keep looking, Jody said. She was leaning against the doorframe, dressed in tight black jeans and a half-shirt, her hair tied back and streaming down her back like a flaccid red comet tail. She was trying not to appear too amused. Something's missing, Tommy said. Something besides color. Uh-huh, Jody grinned. My skin cleared up. I don't have a single zit. Ding, 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 Jody onomatopoeed, signaling that Tommy had hit on the correct answer. If I had known my skin would clear up, I'd have asked you to change me a long time ago.